Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Code Red, Code Red, and Chicken Palooza. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and filling in for Drew Hansen is Reed Hansen. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground, and it is July, and I mean in the middle of July, and I mean it is hot, 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 to uh, quote Bruce Poindexter from that song from back in the day. And I have with me uh, my cohort, in my compadre, my, what is that, uh, the person that helps you with a crime? What is that? Uh, a burglar. <laughs> Yeah, like with the crime? It's a cohort in crime. Is that it, or is it? I don't know. Some, I don't know. Pa- oh, partner in crime. Partner, partner in crime. In crime. Just partner Re- in crime. Reed Hanson. I'll do some crime. What's up, Reed? What's up? Now you're filling in for Drew because he's been sick. Yeah. What's up with you guys? And I was sick. I know. Yeah. We both and I had the old uh, COVID test. Yeah, I like how I'm. I'm the guy who traveled, took the risk. I thought, hey, maybe I'll get sick. I'll go for it. I came back, and I haven't been sick yet, but within that time, you and Andrew both got sick. I know. It's just crazy. We didn't do nothing. Yeah. Just no. hang out here. and uh, But yeah. no COVID. No COVID, so that's good. No COVID. Everyone's that's been right. tested. At least here, anyway. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, so that's no, great. It's not that's good, good across news. the nation, that's for sure. But no. anyway, so how's your week been? What you been doing? Uh, you know, enjoying the heat, I guess. Um, sweating a lot, doing some hiking. Doing some hiking. Yeah, yeah. I went to hiking uh, the big mountains and of Illinois. Exactly. I went to Centralia, Illinois. Hiked a giant disc golf course out there. I played and then I hiked it again for fun, and that 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 was pretty exhausting. It was a lot bigger than I had anticipated, so I was pretty sweaty by the end of it. So those are the hot hiking spots in Illinois: giant disc golf courses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hiking's more fun if you get a chase a disc in the meantime. That makes sense. It's, I think so. Well, how was your week? What did you do? Absolutely nothing. I was nothing. just doing not much of anything. But, hey, we're back. I know I know that New Hope Underground Nation has been just in a quandary, just perplexed, yeah. bewildered, just yeah. beyond beyond any sort of measure as to what in the world happened to the podcast, the episode we were supposed to have mm-hmm. yesterday on Monday and was we taking us till suspense. Tuesday this week to record. Yeah. We're building suspense. It's an important part of the industry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really yeah. is. <laughs> so we're building suspense, but we, we will have this episode yeah. up and out today. Even I'm going to have it, make sure it's out by tonight. So, Anyway, no one has to wait with bated breath anymore. Here we are. Welcome. Welcome to New Hope Underground. We've got a great show for you, like usual. Got a little story, a couple of stories we're going to talk about here. Dr. Reed is back in action. You know it. You know it. And uh, we've got some excellent, just, I just did not understand the vast world of chickens. And yeah, we're going to learn some more from Dr. Yes. Reed. The avian world is exciting. A lot to explore there. You're not kidding. So we've got a lot of we got some email questions uh, on on chickens. So we'll be getting to that later. Uh, but anyway, I was uh, reading a story here just not too long ago. Uh, actually, just a couple of days ago, 
that was uh, put out by the uh, was actually emitted by the uh, some of the police departments in England. Now, if you if you've ever I don't know if you watch I watch a lot of British TV, so I know this. I don't know if the next person knows this or not, but in England. Uh, when you make one, you have an emergency and you want to call the police, you call nine nine nine. Yes, we call nine one one. They call nine nine nine, and so they had recently had to put some articles in the paper and so forth out there to the general public uh, for some people to please quit calling nine 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 with these problems that they've been having, quote unquote. And so they I couldn't believe they actually had to go out and say this, but apparently they had to tell people, please do not call 999 when your when your freezer is delivered to the wrong address. <laughs> That's strangely specific. I know they had to actually put that out there. They also uh, after some questioning they also said they had received calls from someone whose hot water wasn't working and from someone else who was complaining because their neighbor snored too loud. That one, Well, that one's legitimate. That last one makes sense. You don't call 999 for that. <laughs> so it got me thinking. Man. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, nothing. No, no. You, you say what you're going to say. No, I was just going to say it got me thinking about how many people have called... Nine one one. Yeah, if for for just bad reasons, you know, stupid reasons. Oh yeah, I I actually watched a video that not the emergency services in America had put out about appropriate use of nine one one, and I guess that the influx of accidental calls they get from people leaving their phones in their back pockets has become such a distraction and such a problem that it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 50% of their calls are on accident, like butt dials. Oh, I can imagine. And, and you've yeah. got the old, uh, it's easy to hit that emergency thing or whatever it is like on iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Too easy. Well, let me. I, I thought you might be tickled to hear a few other, uh, I don't know, a few other things that are printed out there about phone calls that have gone nine one one's way, that maybe shouldn't yes. have. Uh, but if you, you can imagine, if you're working on the nine one one lines, that you might find some of this hilarious. But I'm just, you know, just saying. Like for instance, there was uh, one man uh, who they claimed was pr- probably drunk. But he called 911 and he said his wife is a black widow spider. That that doesn't add up. Somebody needs to do something <laughs> about it. He was actually what? arrested, I believe, after because he called them twice to complain Call- about her spiderness. <gasps> I mean it's a it's an interesting comparison. It's kind of a creative one. <laughs> I guess I don't know if it's a good reason to use 911 uh, One call they got was because a man was asking about a lasagna cheese substitute Oh, that's fair 
Well, if he's lactose intolerant, if he's lactose intolerant, that could be important. I <laughs> see. That could be very important. That's an allergy. That's a legitimate allergy. You know. Maybe nine one one. Maybe they, they need. <laughs> maybe they need some sort of other like phone number. Yeah, like for just be, can, a catch all. A lesser nine one one. I think that's Google. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, Google but somebody, is. but they need a hotline. Google, maybe yeah, Google right. needs their own hotline. I don't know. Maybe Google do they needs have a one? Hotline. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, we should start one. We should start an underground hotline for basic problems like that. Oh, there's, there's all of sorts work, of. Could be done. Uh, one one uh, mother called an ambulance to give kids a ride to school. Give a kid so that's an expensive ride to school. That's what I was thinking. That's like a that's like a fifteen hundred dollar ride to school. <laughs> I don't. I'm not so sure what she was. I'm so sure what she was thinking or she was no, thinking I at all. I, it would be cool to go to school in an ambulance. That would right? be really. cool. I mean, like go to school. Like this is how you show up. It's a happy occasion. You know. What's the coolest vehicle cool. you ever arrived at school in? Yeah, let us know. We'd love to know. Shoot us a message. What's the coolest car you've I mean, ever was your shown dad up to like school? a mortician? You show up in a hearse one time, or yeah, or a cherry picker. I've yeah. always thought that'd be cool. Like that'd be the coolest thing to see going down the interstate. Show up in a train. Now, in the yoga, we're a small town where you kind of grew up a little bit. Reed. Yeah, I know yeah, that absolutely. the school used to have tractor days. Yeah, the FFA drive your tractor to school day. One of the best days and the most dangerous. <laughs> I would think. It was, did yeah. anything bad ever happen on uh, Drive Your Tractor to School Day that you remember? Oh, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. If not, it was just a matter of numbers. There just weren't enough people around. And people would always talk about how dangerous city traffic is. I hear it all the time coming from Nioga in a small town area. But I'm like, are you kidding me? There's 15 year olds driving like. You know, these massive tractors that easily take up a whole road to school one day. Like, everyone does it. Like, it's normal. That's way worse than city traffic. That's so dangerous. That is so dangerous. Me. Yeah, right? And there, there are a lot of towns around here that do that, drive your tractor to school yeah. day. Yeah, I'm so for it, though. It is a pretty cool way to get to school. If I remember right, we were in town, but you wanted to drive a lawnmower? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know if we talked about that, but it was yeah. We got you got to drive like a like a regular lawnmower, to show off, now, or push was, push a mower the whole way there. That would be that would be incredible. Bring someone else someone day. else called nine one one Reed because they wanted to complain their hotel parking spot was too small. <laughs> the I think the desk attendant probably has a number you could call. Do people think that 911 is just like a complaint department? I mean, just like, well, I'm upset with, or like, instead of calling the Better Business Bureau, you're upset with somebody, you call 911. Hey, like, 911 has a direct line to the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. I think it's when you're upset, the nearest point of contact, that's the complaint department, you know? <laughs> and you always have 911 on your phone. Just pull that out and. Get to dialing. Somebody called because a gas station wouldn't let him use the restroom. Well, that's that's that seems excessive. 
One person actually called to request po- police come over and bring a shovel to dig their car out of the snow. <laughs> the police. <laughs> yeah, I could. That's great. That's yeah, not a so. service you have to pay for or anything. No, I, f- yeah, I feel bad for those guys. Yeah, I'm sure they geez, didn't go over, uh, though. No, I mean, if they did, you know, kudos to them, because that would be really nice. Probably made someone's day, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there might be more important day. stuff going on. They couldn't do it, even if they wanted to make somebody's day. And let me tell you why. It's because as soon as they did that, how many other people would be calling 911 for these kinds uh, of things? I, I'd be calling. I'm going to try it this winter. Yeah. Good, <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Look out. Look out, Shelbyville Police Department. So who cares if you got AAA Motor Club? You don't need them. Just call the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the cops. I'm sure Stewart's they'll appreciate that. Had me handled. I'm sure they'll appreciate that that very much. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So anyway, can you imagine now, Reed? Let's let's just just as we kind of wind down this segment here. Um, what what would you if you had to? If you wish you could just dial 911 for some sort of everyday problem, what would it be? Just loneliness, just in general. Not like a sad way, but like a phone a friend. <laughs> those, those, those therapy apps for coronavirus are really are kind of expensive, you know, like five bucks a month. So yeah. you would call 911 and somebody would say, hello, 911, and you'd say, yeah, what's, what's your name? <laughs> So you what do you it. what do you do in your spare time? Yeah, either that or like like uh, to flip a coin for me to settle an argument. Because if it's third party over the phone, it's always a random outcome. So, so you may be, be arguing like, over which restaurant you want to go to, and so you yeah. call nine one one for the deciding <laughs> vote. Yeah, yeah, because it's random either way. Yeah, I'm sure the people in the, <laughs> all over this nation who work for 911 and the people in Britain for 999, I'm sure they're just really excited about these kinds of phone calls. Yeah, I'm sure they really appreciate that. I'm sure that they go home and are just so thankful for all those calls. I almost wish I worked for them so I could just write a book. Hey, we're back with Dr. Reed. What's going on? Here to talk about chickens. Yes, chicken palooza. I'm so excited about this. It's a great, it's it's a it's a great subject to dive into. I, I love I love the, the avian subjects. They're great. The chickens, I mean, they have a wonderful world. The wonderful world of chickens. and Exciting stuff. I kind of put it out there ahead of time, said, hey, anybody have any questions about chickens and anything you've always wanted to know about chickens? Dr. Reed mm-hmm. is here to answer them. So yes. are you ready for some questions? Yeah, bring them on. Let's go. Okay, so here's the first question. Dr. Reed, I always wondered if a chicken would make a good pet maybe even indoors. What do you think are the pros and cons? Oh, now this, this, this is a good question and kind of a, a trendy topic. Honestly, I see a lot of cool hipster couples talking about wanting to get a chicken in their house. 
and I, maybe I can shed some light on people who are. So this is a big deal, huh? This. Yeah, I think so. I, I've seen like a lot of Instagram accounts of like cool chicken farms and stuff, and it, it looks like fun. But I'd say, you know, generally, as like if you want a pet to hang out with, probably don't get a chicken. Like if you just want to hang out with something and pet it a lot. Um, but hey, there are some breeds out there, like a silky chicken, which is a perfect example. They're really soft breed of chicken. They almost feel like they have hair and uh, they do pretty good with people. Um, okay. Uh, the, birds generally don't really like to be petted unless you really raise them that way. Um, and, and they like to have a lot of space. So indoors, you know, if you're all right with a chicken flying around and, uh, you know, you can't litter box train them. So. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. What do you yeah, do? They're, can they're, you, can you train a chicken at all? Like to go outside? Yeah. I would, I, yeah, yeah. Chickens are trainable to a degree. Like you can, you can do an inside, you can get a chicken door for them, but I don't know how often they'll use it. Um, I personally don't okay. have experience trying to like house break a chicken, but. So they might uh, be a I'd pretty good pet. They're just a quirky one. They, it would take a lot of work. I think, I think it takes more work than like a dog. I think you're going to have to, you have to brave through a lot more. Okay. So some of the pros is that. Always, oh, you say the, one of the pros would be. Oh, sweet, unique pet. You know, no one else is probably hanging out with a chicken inside. Or, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people have chickens around here, just not like a pet. You know, um, uh, you get you get a cool pet. Um, okay. It, ch- chickens chickens are pretty feisty. They make good guard animals, so they always let you know when someone's around. Alarm clock. You see it in the movies. Roosters are great. Yeah, that, that brings me to my next question. Now, some of the okay. cons, I guess, would be that you said that they're a little bit harder to take care of, so you got to make sure you're, you know, take some more work. Yeah. It leads yeah. me to the, my, next, my next question was, Dr. Reed, I heard that chickens make good watchdogs. Is this true? That is so true. I actually know of several close friends of mine who have been hospitalized due to chickens, believe what? it or not. Yes, roosters. If male, you know, roosters, male chickens... Um, a chicken typically has, um, you know, four claws, but the male have an extra one on the back of the spur, and that's used as like an attack weapon, and they can get pretty big and very sharp. A friend of mine was stabbed through the bottom of his boot sole by a rooster spur. So, yeah, they make great attack pets, and they're aggressive. Yeah. Okay. So a rooster <laughs> would, like, chase a burglar away? Oh yeah, a rooster. A rooster will chase anything that it wants to, and okay. you can't. You can't. You can't try to run at it because it will just go at you harder. Roosters are pretty, pretty serious. Okay. Well, here's our next question. Uh, how long is a chicken's lifespan, and do free-range chickens live longer than the caged ones? You know, I I don't. I actually don't have a specific answer for how long they live but i would imagine that yeah that would vary on size like maybe some larger chickens don't live as long as the smaller chickens but actually if you google it it sounds like four to five years yeah it sounds right four to five years i don't know my 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 google's not working i I haven't checked a chicken lifespan in a minute (laughs) 
You haven't, you haven't checked that in a while? Yeah, I need, I need to call 911. Hold on. Give me a sec. <laughs> I'll ask him. <laughs> okay. I'll give you the second. Okay, now yeah, how about yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, sorry, yeah. How about this question? Dr. Reed, I was told a chicken can live without a head. Is that true? Now, this is, yes, this is so true. This is true. Really? Now, most people are familiar with a chicken, you know, walking around after it's been decapitated and moving for a couple minutes. But there, there has been a case, a really famous one of a chicken who um, had its head removed, but still lived for 18 months after its head was removed. That's what? none of, yeah, none other than the famous Mike, the headless chicken. Um, Mike, the headless chicken, Mike, Mike the Ch headless chicken. So in 1945, this, uh, farmer dude over in Colorado tried to cut the head off of a chicken and wasn't successful, but it ended up living for 18 months without a head. They fed this chicken. It That's walked incredible. around. They wanted to put it down, but it just lived too well. And, uh, to this day in, uh, Fruita, Colorado, they actually have, a run like like a whole bunch of Mike the Headless Chicken festivities, one of them being the Run Like a Headless Chicken 5K. So there's a town in Colorado that has dedicated themselves to this chicken that lived it back in the 40s? Exactly. Exactly. Mike, Mike had lived without a head for how long? 18 months, so over a year. Okay, now run this by me. How did he live without a head? I mean, because how did they keep him alive? You know, they fed him with an eyedropper. They made their own kind of like mix of like liquidized food. So he just had like this open neck. It, yes, he had an open esophagus and uh, I guess enough nerves to live. Right? It tore the brainstem. So he went for 18 months and he actually died because he choked. So that's interesting. <laughs> I wonder what they tried to feed him. Yeah, he because I mean, he, he couldn't like pick anything up and eat it because he had no head. Now that's that. There's actually some controversy there on Mike's end of his life. A lot of people think that the owner actually sold him. <laughs> okay, but because that story is so weird, they're like, "How did you feed him with an eyedropper and then he choked?" And they think they the official story is well, he got to some corn when we weren't paying attention. Like, well, how did he get to the corn? Yeah, he, he has no have head. A beak. Yeah. So there's a lot of controversy beak, yeah. there. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people think that he was sold to like maybe like a, a taxidermist who's into collecting this kind of thing. But it's the mystery's still out and he's still so very it's, much So it's celebrated. possible that Mike the Headless Chicken is stuffed somewhere. He's probably, no, yeah. Yeah. Either that or still alive. It's That's really interesting. Experiment gone wrong. Yeah. But no, there, there very well could be a Mike the Headless Chicken taxidermy out there somewhere. Okay, this is another email question that comes from you from a guy named John Heater. Heater? Dr. Reed, okay. do chickens have large talons? I like this quote. This is my favorite movie of all time, Napoleon Dynamite's The Best. Anyone who disagrees is wrong. And the answer to this is actually pretty hilarious. Chickens don't have talons. Believe it or not, <laughs> a, a talon would be like a closing foot used for catching prey specifically. So that would be birds like of prey. Exactly. Birds of prey have talons. Chickens have claws since they aren't capable of like picking stuff up the same way. And it's technically I, guess I never claws. realized so no, they're not talons. Yeah. 
Yeah, right? So it's weird. So no, technically chickens don't have talons. They just got claws. But uh Oh, that's awesome. They 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 do get pretty big claws. You learn something every day. Now, Dr. Reed, sum it up for us by telling us in this wonderful world of chickens and all the things that you know about chickens, what's like yeah. one of the most unique and wonderful things you know? Most unique and wonderful things I know about chickens? Yes. All right. Um Oof. I, I just well, we've covered hard. quite a few things here. It's so. hard to find unique information at, about chickens at this point, but I would say that th- what excites me most is the variety of chickens. Like there are just so many different types of breeds with that lay cool egg colors and just look really cool. I don't know. I think that's exciting. That part's really cool. The the varied genetics of chickens are fascinating to me. You know, one time I accidentally walked into some building at the state fair where there were tons of chickens. There, yes. I guess they were show chickens. Show chickens. I'm a big and fan of show chickens. And some of them were just weird looking. Yeah. Had some incredible like feathers going on. Looked like they had mohawks and stuff. Yeah, if you've got time to burn and you want to go, you know, deep into a new subject, I would recommend... Speak chicken species all day. Go for it. Go to town. Do your research. It's, it's fascinating. Well, I tell you what, Dr. Reed, thanks for your expertise when it comes to the avian community. You bet. And, I'm glad uh, I can... We are. Go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, I'm glad I can shine some light on some of these things. <laughs> well, we're, we're excited to be able to be one of the cutting edge top podcasts out there talking about chickens hey new hope underground nation we've got a new facebook page how about that read answer that's that's amazing I know. I'm excited for the public to uh, appreciate it. Check us out at New Hope Underground, and you can also check us out on Instagram at New Hope Underground. And when you look us up on Facebook, you're going to find a little poll there. We uh, recently had two polls about our stories that are out there, which story was better than the other one. And now it's time for the championship, the story of the mysterious pizza deliveries for nine years to a guy in Belgium. Versus the story of the assault of a pickle of hitting a, a guy that was brought up in assault charges in Vermont for hitting a highway worker with a pickle outside, throwing it outside his car window. So you can vote on those two stories. Which one was the best that you've heard on New Hope Underground in quite some time? And we'll see which one we will crown the champion. So that poll is on there now. So go see it and go vote. I know which one I'm voting for. Which one are you voting for? You know, if I said that, it would take away from the fun. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've already said, I told Drew, I said, I, both stories are hilarious, but I got to go with the mysterious pizza thing because it's, it's just incredibly elaborate. And I told it, him that I'm going to retire to Belgium and take over that guy's house. I think that's an awesome plan. All of your food taken care of for forever? <laughs> Exactly, is what I'm saying. That's amazing. Don't, don't ever have to worry about it again. 
So we've come to the end of another episode, and uh, thanks for joining me, Reed, on this episode. Uh, of course, I'm glad that I could be here and do a little filling in. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. I'm not with kinda, you. Yeah, we're not together necessarily in the studio together, but you're on FaceTime. Close enough. We're pretty close. So that that's why maybe the voices don't sound the same and so forth, but... Eventually, we're going to get back to normal, whatever normal is. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get back to normal and uh, be able to record in our studio once again without a hiccup. But in the meantime, take us for who we are and what we got. And that is lots of inc- pertinent information concerning 911 and chickens. So as we finish, I've been trying to finish up each episode here recently with a thing called a, I call Jesus Talk just a little bit of opportunity for me to kind of uh, commentate, if you will, on just some thoughts I've been going through my head and some scriptures I've been reading and so forth. And I want to comment on a passage that comes out of Philippians chapter 2. The beginning of chapter 2, uh, Paul is making the case to a church that they really need to get serious about the way they treat each other in a good way. And he says that you should uh, uh, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but consider others better than yourselves. Now, the last couple uh, weeks, I've been talking about kindness, the power of, of, a, of kind words, and I've been an encouragement and how important it is that we lift each other up because it's important that people understand that we're for each other, for them, uh, the person next to us, because there's so many things in the world that are against us. So who's for us? And God's for us, and we know that, but there's a lot of people next to us who don't necessarily know that, and they don't necessarily, they're never going to know that God's for them if they don't know that you're for them first, if you don't uh, care enough to engage and love uh, on them. And so what I want to kind of tie the, my thoughts up with a kindness and encouragement with this kind of third installment, if you will, of the Jesus talk is is this idea that Paul just talked about in Philippians chapter 2, which is to consider other people better than yourselves. It's a lot easier to be kind and a lot easier to be encouraging and also to have the habits of both if you are humble. I think it was uh, Tim Keller who said that arrogance is actually idol worship. And I think when you start to think about that for a second, I think it makes a lot of sense that when we get to the point of where we're only meeting our our own needs or concerned about our own needs and about the needs of and not about the needs of other people next to us then we aren't not really worshiping God we're not really uh, thinking of other people putting them first we're putting ourselves first lifting ourselves up as a possible idol a person who follows Jesus a person who's been changed by Jesus and knows Jesus is a person who has allowed themselves to say, I no longer want to follow myself. I want to follow you and trust you, Jesus, instead of myself. So I'm laying down the idol of self-worship in order to follow you. And I think that's exactly what Paul was talking about in Philippians 2. I think it's also extremely important that if we're actually going to live any sort of life of kindness and live a life of encouragement to other people, what first has to come 
to us as have the mind, as Paul says in Philippians 2, of Christ Jesus, which is one that is totally humble. One that's humble enough to see who we are in light of who God is, and also humble enough to be able to see the needs of other people and elevate them to be more important than your own. That is how someone truly becomes kind and encouraging. What do you think, Reed? I would agree with that. I think that's amazing. I agree with that all 100%. I think that humbleness is so important, and it's more important than ever. Well, that's exactly why you're on this podcast, is because you agree with me 100%. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of podcast would this be if we actually disagreed about something? Then we other people, you know, all these other people be listening to us because they like the conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll, we'll start another podcast for that. We'll start a conflict conflict podcast. There you go. Just for that. This may be the non-conflict podcast, but we'll start one later. Hey, listen, That's New Hope great. Underground. We got some neat stuff coming up this fall. Before we leave here, I want to tell you about it. We're going to be doing a lot more incorporated things, meaning. Uh, meaning integrated things and interactive things, if you will, with people in the church as the church kind of starts to get back on Sunday mornings and we start to be able to actually see people and interview people and talk to people. And we're excited about that. So we are back in action on Sunday mornings, but it is a little, you know, limited uh, seating and so forth. But everyone's welcome uh, to come. We, we feel like we've got some great overflow areas, so we don't think we'll ever turn anybody away or anything like that. We are, have, we are having to maintain social distancing and that kind of stuff. So 845, 1030 are services. And, or you can check catch us uh, Church at Home at 9 a.m. on YouTube. Just go to our New Hope Church, Effingham, Illinois channel, and find us there. And find us on Facebook. So mm-hmm. you can join the service there, too. So, hey, it's been a great, great episode. Reed, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks. Thanks for letting me fill in a little bit and... Uh hang out with you oh it was awesome great to talk and uh, we'll have you back of course with the i can't wait for what dr reed has has up his sleeves for next time oh just you wait oh i'm waiting (laughs) i'm waiting (laughs) 